But you know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's the little differences. I mean, they got the same shit over there they got here, but it's just there a little different. Example. All right, you can walk into a movie theater in Amsterdam and buy a beer. And I'm not talking about no paper cup. I'm talking about a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy a beer at McDonald's. You know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris? They don't call it quarter pounder with cheese? No, they got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. Then what do they call it? They call it a Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. What do they call a Big Mac? A Big Mac's a Big Mac, but they call it La Big Mac. La Big Mac? <laughs> what do they call a Whopper? I don't know. I didn't go into Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Coco Astrology, the Chocoholic's Guide to the Universe. I'm Jen. And I'm Kara. In this podcast, two soul sisters hailing from planet Earth were brought together by the forces of the universe. We're here to take you on an otherworldly adventure, delving into the mystical cosmos and unlocking the secrets of the Zodiac. But hold on to your astral hats. That's just the tip of the galactic iceberg because we're doing it all while indulging in the ancient food of the gods, cacao. So buckle up, fellow Earthlings. Grab your favorite bar. Because we're about to take you on a journey that will leave you craving chocolate and astrology like never before. Welcome to Coco Astrology. So, Car, what would they call a chocolate with cheese in Paris? Chocolate de creme. Nice, nice. What would they call it here, do you think? Chocolate de cheese it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that sounds kind of good. I want a chocolate bar with some cheese its in it. <laughs> I bet you some maker makes a chocolate bar with cheese its <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That'd be so good, though, don't you think? I mean, that sounds weird, but also really good. It would be so good. And thanks, everyone, for riding the big kahuna wave with Vincent Vega <laughs> and Jules Whitfield from Pulp bum, Fiction. Bum, bum. So good. <laughs> One of Cara's favorite movies. It's really, I don't even know. I It's probably my favorite. Um, I used to make my friend Melody read the screenplay aloud with me when I was, when I was in high. I think it was junior high, actually. Okay. Um, so sorry, Melanie. <laughs> oh my gosh you definitely had the accent down john travolta's accent down so i have to give you props for that thank you thank you and um jen why are we bringing john travolta into this episode well because it is the celebrity episode for aquarians and of course john travolta one of our favorite aquarians jt jt and there's another jt which we'll get into later I know all you JT fans already know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm going to start beatboxing. (laughs) You can guess who it is. Justin Timberlake. We might as well reveal. They already know. We're getting sexy back, baby. Rock your body. Chocolate's going to be sexy today. (laughs) You're going to rock your body with some chocolate. We have some really fun celebrities to get through um, and the JT. So we are so excited to kick off the celeb episode for Aquarius season. Jen, let's do it. 
I know there's some amazing Aquarians. So uh, you're right. Let's just get into it. But before we do, I do want to give a couple of birthday shout outs. Oh, First yes. of all, a happy birthday, Melissa, who is the owner of Missionary Chocolates. Yay. We're going to get a chance to talk to her later this month. We're so excited. And um, yeah. And I also want to give a shout out to my co coach in Body I Love You, Sydney. Coach Sid, it's her birthday next week, too. So uh, lots of Aquarians here. Happy birthday, Sydney and Melissa. Oh, that's exciting that she's going to be on the show, too. I know, right? I'm so excited to talk more about Missionary Chocolates. You know, one of my all-time favorites with passion fruit. And I have to tell you, Cara, I keep discovering more and more delicious things that have passion fruit here. So um, I'm just in heaven. My my taste buds are like, oh, love and life. Well, you told me that you picked up a bar with coffee and passion fruit. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to bring it to a future episode. I'm not sure which yet, which was going to be the best one. But I know it sounded weird, right? Kona coffee and passion fruit. Mm. But I mean, it must be really good. They made a whole bar out of it. A Virgo and a Cancer compatibility bar. (laughs) (laughs) Some others as well. But I can't wait to, to learn more about it. So I'm ready to just jump in if you are. You know it, sister. So who did you find? Which is your favorites? Come on, let's go. (laughs) Well, first, I wanted to take a flashback to Age of Aquarius and our beautiful rendition of the song. Yes, quite gorgeous. (laughs) Because I looked at the creators of hair. I always do this. I'm like, well, I wonder if the creators of the musical, because I actually didn't know their names. um, I wonder if one of them is an Aquarius. And they're like, let's throw this in the musical. And I was right. Oh, Um, (laughs) good call. I love that. Your intuition's coming through, sister. Yes, the sun and moon. Um, Jerome Ragney and James Rado, I think I'm saying it right, um, created the musical from 1969. And James Rado is an Aquarius. Yay, I love that. So I don't know what else he did, but that was a big one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then I just want to give a shout out to like, I know her, Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) (laughs) Oprah, you've done so much for, for all of us. And, um, she actually has her birthday today, the day we're recording January 29th. So she is a big Aquarius and, um, you know, she's won 18 daytime Emmy awards, two primetime Emmy awards, including the Bob Hope humanitarian award, a Tony award, a Peabody Award. Wow. I'm getting tired reading them. Oh um, my gosh, I'm getting tired listening. Gene <laughs> Herschel Humanitarian Award and many others, I'm sure. But yeah, I mean, she is a quintessential humanitarian. So I feel like that really is fitting for the Aquarius. It really is. And it's funny, there are a lot of Aquarians who have gotten awards too. So, um, especially for humanitarian type work, that's so, I mean, not surprising that she, that she's an Aquarius, you know? Dare I say, Jen, I did not know much about her story, but she actually started on the news at the age of 19. I, I'm in awe of this. I know she used to be a newscaster and I mean, was told by people that she would never be successful and that she should just quit. And lo and behold, she became one of the most famous TV personalities that we know. So, I mean, it just goes to show you, you can't listen to, you know, listen to other people. You got to follow your own gut and follow your dreams, you know? 
follow your ideation and innovative ideas like she did. And I mean, she does so much for other performers and artists and just individuals, like Mm -hmm. not just on her show, but just producing um, and, you know, really empowering others, you know, to live their dreams and like pursue musicals like the color purple. And just, I mean, there's just so much she's done. Yeah. And she was such a big part of Barack Obama's presidential mm-hmm. campaign, for example. I mean, yeah, she definitely is a, a great supporter now. I feel like she's in that stage of her life where she's sort of like, she's still doing her thing, but she's kind of sitting back and helping others and helping the world instead. And she's just turned 70 today. So wow. Yeah. It's a big one. It is a big one. So happy birthday, Oprah. I know you're listening to this and you're going to make this <laughs> podcast big. For sure. <laughs> so, I we can dream big too, can't we, Cara? <laughs> we can, we can. And uh, speaking of TV personalities that might also get the word out for us, Ellen DeGeneres. Another great TV host. I mean, what is it with these very successful interviewers, right? I know. I tried to go down that lane with the theories, Jen, but I actually, I couldn't find a, a lot more talk shows. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but mean, that was two big guess. ones is pretty big deal. Yeah. I know. And she, you know, she just has that, that light. Um, she has that airy quality, dare I say. She loves to dance, which might be one of my theories. Um, and uh, yeah, Ellen just really has that great personality, really positive. Kind of, we talked about that idealistic side Hmm. so I just love that she falls under that category and guess what I know what you're gonna tell me because you know what I'm gonna tell you <laughs> Portia de Rossi her her partner is yes. an Aquarius too exactly Aquarius plus Aquarius we'll talk about that next week but just have equals Aquarius yes <laughs> exactly Oh, I love it. Um, how about you? Who who did you find? We'll we'll take turns ping pong in here. I, I mean, so many, but um, one of my favorite all time artists, Alicia Keys mm-hmm. and Shakira, both oh, amazing yes. I found her female too. musicians, and then Harry Styles, who I love. I just think he's so quirky and such a great representation for his generation. I feel like um he's great and then um another one that i really love is ashton kutcher from that 70s show mm-hmm. and um also has done a lot of humanitarian type stuff um on the back end he has a lot of businesses and has been really successful in other ways that people might not know about and i really 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 love him i think he's fantastic yeah i don't i'm not as familiar with his work but i know that he does have great style like harry styles so I'm seeing right. a trend. I'm trying to bring all the trends in immediately. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And also somebody from my childhood from the Breakfast Club and uh, 16 Candles, Molly Ringwald. Oh, Molly, the princess. Yes. And then Alan Alda, for those of you who know the show MASH, mm-hmm. um, he is also an Aquarius. And Farrah Fawcett. So somebody else from Charlie's Angels. I mean, who does not know who Farrah Fawcett is just from her hair alone? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. She she really had that signature look that everybody was trying to embody right in that decade. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm. And another one from the 80s, Phil Collins. You know that song, I can hear it coming in the air tonight. In the air. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. the Aquarian air. The Aquarian air. We know, Phil. We got you. <laughs> I mean, that is a great list. And um, when you mentioned Shakira, I really do like her. And I feel like she loves to shake her hips and uh, and dance. I mean, she just feels very light, too, to me. So I'm just getting this sense of, like, these, like, light yes. personalities, you know, uh-huh. that have a lot of positivity and just, like, really... Um, embodying kind of the surroundings I I feel like I totally agree and just a couple more Jen before we get into our historical celebs but Michael Jordan we can't forget him oh the legend totally and also did you know that Michael B Jordan is also an Aquarius oh dang I did not isn't that cool so both of the Michael Jordans that are famous (laughs) come on you guys we should write a bio together (laughs) <laughs> totally <laughs> decades apart but you know still. yeah no oh that's pretty impressive and jennifer aniston um, oh lot, of course a lot of people are big fans of her and paris hilton i mean i don't know where she fits in with my theories but i mean hey she's a trendsetter mm-hmm. for real and we already talked about lisa marie presley right uh we she's did. also an aquarius and elizabeth banks oh so. she is hilarious mm-hmm. so funny and beautiful. And also, you mentioned Lana Turner, right? Didn't you dress up for her once? I did, yes. Talk dress up old... as her. Yeah, I, I was her for a work party thing. We had this sort of like dress up. And I got to dress in this sort of like glamorous, like sort of 40s, 50s looking dress and did my hair. So I mean, I just love looking like her. She's she's so fabulous. So that was super fun glamorous for sure and what about i know you and your historical celebs you love to dive into the history so anybody cool that you found there yes i found a couple of charles's charles i um charles Charles darwin the king of evolution and charles dickens okay so very very talented and then I found Mr. Bob Marley. Of course, you know, there's a movie coming out about him soon. I'm oh, curious. is there really? Mm-hmm. I think it's called One Love. And uh, he did a lot for, you know, his country and just um, just spread the love and joy, didn't he? Oh, for real. I love Bob Marley and his music and just his vibe. And yeah, he's definitely a legend. And one of my favorite musicals, Rent, the creator, Jonathan Larson, he died at a very young age, but he was just so freaking talented and um, just could really write a good song, you know? Um, yeah, he, he passed away early, but, and Tick, Tick, Boom was the other musical that um, they recently made a film about. So I just, I just love to find him to discover that he was an Aquarius. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say there's a lot of, people who are really inclined to music, who either love music, um, are musicians, creating music, writing music. I mean, yes, I've got one. <laughs> definitely one. a theme here. Oh, you do? Who? I, I think I know who you're going to say, because I'm a fan too. I wanted to sing, but I was like, what language am I singing in? So um, <laughs> Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Mozart, baby. I mean, that is huge. He is a amazing like the quintessential classical composer musician child prodigy wrote his first symphony and performed it before a european royalty at the age of five um born in austria 
And just, I mean, over 800 works. I mean, and he died at the age of 35. So if you think about that, that's like how many per, per year did he churn out? I was just going to say, it makes me feel not very accomplished at my age. <laughs> I, I mean, know. Come on, Wolfgang. It's crazy. Uh, I, he's always been one of my all-time favorite composers. I grew up playing the piano. I took probably mm-hmm. almost 20 years of piano lessons in my youth. And Mozart was always my favorite. Always. Like, it's just, there's just something about... Um, his cadence of the of his music, and mm-hmm. um, he's just—I mean, inc- so incredible to think that he was able to compose at age five. I know, and I mean, he just had this lightness to his work. I mean, I think yes. at the end he had Mozart's Requiem, which is actually like my favorite. They use it a lot in Amadeus. At, I mean, they use a lot of his works, but that is one of the main themes that they use. And he just turned. My dad texted me, 268 years old, if he were alive. You're an old guy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) On Saturday. And so just a shout out to Mozart and our other friends who had their birthday Saturday. Yeah, my friend Willow had her birthday on Saturday. And also Melissa, who we just mentioned at the opening from Missionary Chocolates, who we'll talk to later this month. That was her birthday, too. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, It's just pretty pretty cool to have your birthday on, on Wolfie's birthday yeah um, and I I just I can't read the entirety of this text Jen but my dad like he has this photographic memory I've kind of mentioned before he he really I don't I don't want to use the word genius because I, I don't know I have to verify that but he almost right. was on Je- <laughs> Jeopardy um, he was on other game shows when tic-tac-toe when he was young um, oh, and wow. Yeah, he just has this memory. So when he sends me texts, it's like lists and lists and numbers, like the number of hours of his music, like 240 hours of music composed, 678 cataloged works, like, wow, you know, he's seen 136 performances of Mozart in his life. So my dad just lists off numbers, but it's... (laughs) Wow. Like, yeah, you and Mozart should have lived the same time at the same time, dad. Yeah, that's amazing. Obviously a fan. That's really cool. That's really cool that your dad knows all that stuff, too. My grandpa was like that, too. Like, mm-hmm. he would just have an affinity for remembering things and numbers, especially. So, um, and Was faces. he an Aquarius? No, he was not. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder what the other sign is that's similar. Uh, maybe a Virgo. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty sure my I'm pretty sure my grandpa was a cancer. I'm gonna have to verify that. I'm gonna have to verify that and get back to you, but I'm pretty sure he was a cancer. Anyway, okay, yes. Parking lot then get back to me. Right. Um, <laughs> but one last thing about Mozart is um, and if you see the movie Amadeus, you know, which is an amazing movie in 1984, best picture, like you'll you'll get a sense of this. But apparently he was very much a goofball, um, you know, behind mm-hmm. the scenes and a little bit of a, a flirt and definitely had this like whimsical laugh that you could spot, like just out, you know, from rooms away, you could hear it. Right. So yeah. he had this, this brilliance to him, but also this like immaturity. And I find that just that contrast really um, humorous. Yeah. He sounds like it'd be someone I would want to hang around as I want to <laughs> hang around most of my Aquarius friends. <laughs> he would, he would be fun to play with and have, Played us, played for. <laughs> yes, 
Oh my gosh. And I, I would love to have done a duet with him. I mean, talk about some, you know, he probably would have outplayed me, but still would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Justin Timberlake could have, you know, yes, heck yeah. you know, we'll get to JT soon. Light vocals on there. Um, but how about you? What other historical celebs did you find? Yeah, so I found one of my favorite authors, Lewis Carroll, who wrote mm. Alice's One Adventure in Wonderland, or Alice in Wonderland, as people like to call it, and um, also through the Looking Glass, the sequel to that. So yes. um, I think that's really cool. And then Abraham Lincoln, good old Abe, um, was also an Aquarius, and yes. Thomas Edison, who inv- invented the light bulb. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Dre, we can't go without saying Dr. Dre. You know, what Dr. I'm saying? Dre. Yes, I love him. He's not a doctor, everyone, just in case you didn't know. For <laughs> uh, uh, who don't know who he is, he was a very famous rapper from the 80s and, um, you know, collaborated. Yeah, I mean, you know, he started in the 80s, basically, and um, was part of a group called um, N. W-A. Yeah, N-W-A, which stands for, I can't say the N-word, but you can figure it out um, with attitude. So, yes. uh, yeah. So he basically, you know, empowered a lot of Black men, especially rappers, to really become famous. And he's actually, um, you know, he started out as a DJ, but now has his own record label, was the one who signed um, Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, worked with 50 Cent, Tupac, you know, Soup Dog, you know. I mean, Ice Cube, he's, he's, a, he's a legend, obviously, in the hip-hop, uh, you know, rap world. I still listen to him quite often. Like, I'll, there's some songs I've done at karaoke, but, you know, some I won't do. Or some words I won't say, but, um, but yeah, he just definitely has this, like, deep, uh, bassy yeah. voice, that tone that's just, like, really... Um, hypnotic I think like and the way he has a real way with words too he's like one of his lines is like when I move the mic it's like a cookie they all crumble I just love that yeah yeah. or when I grab the mic I don't know yeah amazing just a legend so I had to put him in with historical because he's more than just your average you know I love that I did wonder and I was like yeah I think there's a reason you know yeah. He is medicine for the music community. For sure. For sure. Um, for sure, for others? sure. <laughs> so did you find any others, Cara, for that were maybe like, maybe just your faves, maybe a little quirky like an Aquarian? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do, Jen. I have a few whimsical, um, comic-like favorites, actually. Oh, They're both very funny. Um, Christopher Guest, who I talked about when I mentioned Jamie Lee Curtis in Sagittarius Mm. season. Um, But he is actually a lord. I didn't know this about him, but he holds um, some. Oh, wow. Like hereditary. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I just stumbled upon it when I looked him up. So he has a title. um, But also, he studied classical music when he was young. So again, that theme that we were just mentioning of of music and um, Mm -hmm. elegance in a way, but also humor. Um, And he played in bluegrass bands, he actually has a movie called A Mighty Wind. So that kind of makes sense the inspiration there. Okay. Yeah. And he studied at Tisch School of the Arts. He's played a lot of comic and character roles. He was, you know, into radio. I mean, he kind of was that quintessential um, 
creator of the mockumentary style. So this is Spinal Tap, you know. Um, oh, he was he, in Spinal Tap? Oh, my God. I love that. He's the creator of that movie. Um, oh, my gosh. And so he, he's been in a lot of his movies. So Waiting for Guffman, um, Best in Show, which I know oh, you've seen yeah. that one, right? Of course, yes. <laughs> that one is so good with the dog show. Um, just yes. So funny. And really just developed that style of like talking to the camera I think before the office and I mean right. just I mean that is like pretty innovative I would say in the comedy realm I totally agree so he makes me laugh every day so who, who is the other comedian that you found yes um well she is very versatile um, but Olivia Coleman who we know actually from the crown um, oh. Also, The Lost Daughter, which came out a couple of years ago, really great film. And The Favorite, which is a Yorgos Lanthimos f- film where she also played the queen. Um, and well, she must be a queen herself. <laughs> she is. But I'm telling you, she has this like ability to, um, you know, be funny. I mean, just one of my favorite shows ever is called Peep Show, and it's a British comedy. And that's where she actually started um that was one of her first roles and so you've got to watch it jen i think it's on amazon prime but she is just so funny if you like british humor yeah i do it's just a little quirky and offbeat which is yeah kind of like an aquarium anyway so that's perfect exactly and she was um on the show fleabag and in the movie wonka and so she plays a lot of these like caricature type roles um she can do a lot with her face and she's just so so funny. Um, I can't even get over it. So she's one of my faves. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. mean, one of the ones that I found, which I thought was a really cool little interesting uh, find was Jeremy Allen White. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's the, yes. actor from the bear and he just recently was um, released to be in a Calvin Klein commercial that is like too drool for. Oh, so you have a little crush. Such a him. babe. They show him close up in his whitey tidies and uh, or tidy whiteys however you say it (laughs) and um i mean oh man who knew he was so dang attractive oh my gosh yeah really really like him for more than just his body jen or i definitely do i think he's i think he's such he's got such charm on camera (laughs) yeah i i have to say when when I knew that you were going to talk about him, he is just so good. And I know he recently received the Emmy and the golden globe for his role in the bear. I think the second year in a row. Um, So just really, really talented and like has this serious nature, but I can tell he has a goofy side also. I just can tell. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. He definitely has that, like that sort of, I don't know quite how to put it, like genuine appeal or something. Um, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I love him. And then also I found that Ed Sheeran, another one of my favorite artists, m- musicians, of course. Oh, yes. Um, and Nita Baker, who I grew up absolutely loving her album. It's one of my all-time faves. Mm. Um, and uh, Carrie Washington, the actress. is Oh, she is fierce. So fierce and amazing and also has that humanitarian side to her as well. So I thought those were some pretty good finds. Those are, Jen. And I was wondering, Anita Baker, what's her most famous song? I'm I'm trying to remember. I know I'm familiar with her, but. Sweet Love. Sweet Mm. Love. And she, they played a lot of her music in 
Moonlighting. If you remember that show with um, Bruce Willis, his very first TV show, and um, oh, what was her name? The actress that was in that. She was a model as well. Sybil Shepherd. Oh, so, very cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I would sit here while you keep singing if you want. <laughs> i love it i love it i love those vibes. well i mean i could keep singing her music or i could keep singing jt because you know we have to talk about oh, the two jt yeah y'all sexy back we're bringing sexy back yeah. and front yes oh. and all over i have to tell you i have seen justin timberlake in concert eight times tell me more about about him I mean, I've just always been obsessed with him. And it's funny because I was never an NSYNC gal. Like, it just wasn't my generation. Dirty you know, pop. Yeah. I mean, it, it's fun. I just never really knew their music wasn't my thing. But the minute he had his own solo album and came out and that with that sort of R&B flavor to his mm, music, mm-hmm. I was definitely a big fan. And I remember when I first moved to Portland because I was living in Eugene for a while. And I first moved to Portland and I was at a friend's party like a girlfriend's party and there was a bunch of other girlfriends there that I didn't know as well and one of the gals there said well I'm gonna go to a concert next month and I'm just kind of embarrassed to tell you guys who it is and I was like and I immediately knew like I just knew and I looked how do you like, know I just <laughs> using my cancer intuition I guess I just looked at her and I was like is it Justin Timberlake and she said yes and I was like I was like oh my god did you like are you did you buy one ticket did you buy two like tell me and she had only bought one and I was like well I want to go because I just heard and so like I I bought two tickets I made her sit with me (laughs) and she's like one of my best friends now so um yeah and we've been to a couple more concerts together to see Justin Timberlake and I've seen him he used to do a concert series called JT and Friends and it was in Mm. Vegas and so you go to this concert and you'd see him perform but you'd also see all these amazing other performers so um Lionel Richie performed and um Alicia Key performs with him one year, although I missed that year. Um, so uh, uh, also Adam Levine, who is one of my favorites. Anyway, he would have all these famous people perform with him. And so it was like going to a Grammy concert or something. It was freaking amazing. Oh, my gosh. I'm a little jelly. But I, I did get a chance to see NSYNC in college, which that was also. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That would be so cool. I know. It was it was um, on a whim. Somebody invited me who was in a musical with me. And he was like, do you want to go? I have an extra ticket. So it wasn't something I had planned to do because I also was a little embarrassed of like, can I? I'm like 19 years old. Is this OK? And so I did go. Oh um, and they were really, really good. So at least I've gotten to see him once. But I definitely want to see him solo because his oh. dancing, I mean, yes. his, his voice. I mean, I'm just a really big fan. And dare I say, Jen, you probably agree. Um, I would choose him over Britney in terms of music. Oh, for real. Yes. yes. His music is amazing. Plus, like you said, he's a great dancer and he's funny too. He's just funny as fuck. Just got to yes. say, like, I mean, a lot of people, I think, kind of wrote him off when he had his first album but then when he went on saturday Night live and did the oh my dick in a box sketch dick in a box yeah she's won an emmy for did you know yeah oh i think i did know that which is kind of cool mm-hmm. yeah for for actually i think the original song so writing this song i believe yeah he and jimmy fallon right i think so i mean they're, they seem to be really best buds yeah oh they are definitely best buds um and speaking of he just went on his show last week announcing his new single and his new tour selfish. so you're definitely gonna have a chance to be selfish and go see him in concert again 
Ooh, I hope so. I'm going to be selfish like I saw Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> but Jen, I mean, come on, like JT and JT, both Aquarians. Can you, I know. can you dig it? I can dig it. And speaking of the other JT, John Travolta, we're talking about now, uh, also an amazing dancer. Yes. I mean, I, I had to look it up because actually there was an article that said John Travolta mentioned JT, Justin Timberlake, kind of stealing his dance moves. And really? I, I wasn't I wasn't exactly sure like if it was a rumor or anything like that, but um I think he did kind of mention that he noticed his dancing when he first started. So that's just something to look into. Um hopefully not a cat fight. Hopefully they can dance together. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be great to see them together in a film or something? I would they can bear the water that. together. I would die to see that. I mean, I, I too was obsessed with John Travolta as I'm sure you were like he like, Oh my gosh, I love Saturday night fever. And actually the second movie staying alive. I mean, that's actually one of my all time. Yes. Movies. <laughs> I think he won a raspberry award for that or something, but you know, those raspberry awards for the, yes. um, for the movies and also for <laughs> Battlefield Earth. I think that was the movie that was supposed to be his biggest flop. But um, okay, but yeah, I mean, John Travolta. I Olivia and I watched Grease again last night. I mean, oh, I know every every line movie. from that movie. I mean, it all came back to me. Um, just I was in love with Danny Zuko. I have to say, um, and Saturday Night Fever. But I think like Grease was kind of my first introduction to him. So you know, got the little mm-hmm. butterflies. Um, and the dance moves, like you just said, I mean, he started <sighs> taking tap class when he was, I think, 12. He learned from, I think it was Gene Kelly's relative. Uh, somebody oh. related to Gene Kelly taught him how to dance. Um, that makes so much sense. Oh, my gosh, that makes sense. Yeah. And he he also, like, was a private pilot. So I know you said your dad was a pilot. I don't know if you knew that about him. I forgot. I did know that, but I totally forgot, which totally makes sense to me. Again, he's an Aquarian, right? True, tr- true blue, for sure. Yes. <laughs> it's all come in full circle. Um, but I mean, seriously, Jen, I was so obsessed with him. So obsessed, in fact, that I actually had a party at my house in Hollywood when I was in 10th grade. And I was such a Leo. I was like, you have to dress up in costume and you have to have this secret, (laughs) secret password. So I made all my friends like show up at the door. I was like, okay, are you in costume? Check. And what's the password? And I think, I think it was something related to Pulp Fiction because I had just seen that. So it was just so ridiculous. And I mean, I liked to dress as Mia Wallace. That was my thing. Um, you know, Uma. oh my gosh, yes. But it was just, I, I think I let some people in despite not having a costume, but you know. Right, right. Well, and we talked a little bit about the scene with him in Perfect, right? With, mm, um, yes. Yeah. Jamie, Lur- Jamie Lee, Lee Cur- Curtis. Yes, Connection. yes. That scene is hilarious for those of you who heard me talk about this before. You got to go back and look it up. Um, he's just been in so many movies. I wonder, like, if he, we had a competition between him and um, Kevin Bacon. You know, there's like that seven degrees oh, of yeah. Kevin Bacon. I almost wonder if it should be like seven degrees of of uh, John Travolta because I think he may have done more. He's done so many freaking movies. It's incredible. He really has, and 
I mean, I guess there's also been some some TV and music. So we're going to get to that in my trivia, Jen. So thank you for doing a sneak peek. But there I might love be it. a connection between JT and JT. And you might Ooh. have to figure out how they're connected. I'm excited for this one. That's exciting. I think you'll be good at it. Okay, I hope so. Because I'm a huge fan of both. But I don't know. I don't know about the connection. So I'll have to use my my big brain. <laughs> use it. Um and just a, a fun little thing I found out before we switch gears is that February 18th is John Travolta's birthday. So we'll probably keep talking about him in cusp season. Oh, yes, um, we will. So many February 18th birthdays, by the way. I know. So Dr. Dre, who you just mentioned. And then um, actually there's one other JT that this is just so funny that she's um, the same birthday. But there's an actress named Jacqueline Toboni. Um, and she is on the L word. She's actually queer and just like, she's actually pretty hot, but um, she's I'm really, sure she really is. good. Yeah. She's a beautiful. Um, and she was actually on the show Grimm that they filmed in Portland. I think that was her big break. So oh she my gosh, is I forgot about that show. That's cool. A J T also. I love it. <laughs> And so that's February 18th. And then one more, Mary Tudor, who's known as Bloody Mary um, by her Protestant opponents. Uh, so she was actually February 18th also. So more royalty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That might be a little bit of a theme. So did you have any theories and themes going on? Maybe royalty or dancing or something? Yeah, I have some, I, I would call them half-ass themes, Jen, but... <laughs> Okay, cool. Or half twerk or half hip shaking if you go with the dancing theme. Which I is love like, it. Yes, Shakira too, right? I forgot yeah, about that. Shakira, um, JT. I mean, if you think about like even movement in terms of comedy, um, mm -hmm. so some like physical comedy, yes. that going. So, I mean, a little stretch, but I think I think it works. And if you also think in a more metaphorical way of, um, you know, music and movements for symphonies um you know we yeah. got mozart and yeah right yes i love it i love it there is something too about like the hips right like i'm thinking about shakira obviously but also you know justin timberlake and john travolta mm -hmm. and like i could see mozart like i don't know why i've just seen him shaking his hips and being funny with it so i bet i bet he would uh so it just definitely <laughs> works um so I like that. And Ellen loves to dance too. Um, she shakes her hips all the time. Yeah, um, totally. Yes. And then the royalty theme, let's come back to that one. But I do think that there's a little bit of a trend, at least with people playing royal characters like mm. Olivia Coleman. Yes. And then one other thing, which I think that you might agree, but is this theme of like, well, we talked about innovators, but inventors, you know, just people who are who actually mm -hmm. um, created something or were the first to do something. So, yes, you know, paved the way like Dr. Dre for hip hop. I mean, I know there were artists before that, but really bringing that into the scene. And Mozart, of course, with um, classical music was one of the first and uh, Charles Darwin with evolution. I mean, there's just a lot. Yeah, um, Thomas Edison with the light bulb, mm -hmm. right? There's yep. so many. That's a really good point. I love that. Thank you. And did you come up with, with one that was similar to that? Well, I mean, I would say 
uh, for sure, of course, one thing that came to mind was writers because of Lewis Carroll, right? So Toni oh, Morrison, yes. Virginia Woolf, Audre Lorde, um, there's Lord Byron. We talked about him before. There's oh, a yes. lot of there's a lot of writers. So that's kind of one. And even you know, even people like Dr. Dre, right, or people who are writing for music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of music, Stick in a box. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's valid. It won an award, you know. It did. Yeah. Um, and another one that came through is R and B singers. And it's funny because I'm always mm. missing the R and B singers because it's really my favorite genre. So I would probably yeah. say I'm a little bit biased because every time I notice there's a lot of R and B singers, but we've got Alicia Keys, um, Tanache, Brandy, Kelly Rowland, The Weekend. We didn't mention him earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Ocean, Anita Baker, and then Sam Cooke. And so the other thing about Sam Cooke that I remember right away, like as soon as I see his name, I think about his song, Change is Gonna Come. Change is gonna come. Oh, yes. Yes, it will. And, you know, for sure, like, that's an Aquarian through and through wanting to make change, you know? Yep, Oprah, and uh, yeah, I I could dig that theory for sure. That's great, Jen. I love it. And I mean, I was thinking when you mentioned these singers, one other thing that I found, um, and you know, a lot of singers have alias names or have like their stage name. But when I was looking up people, there were a lot of people whose names were not their real names. And maybe that's not a theory. I'd have to do like this could be in each season, right? But I would right. just look up people and they would say also known as or originally mm-hmm. known as. Um, so I found that kind of interesting. Yeah, like The weekend is Abel Testify. That's his real name. Oh, I didn't even know that. Um, but one thing I do know about The weekend, which I just went down another rabbit hole the other night of looking up top streamed artists on Spotify. And The weekend, believe it or not, is number one. I don't know if you would know that but i couldn't oh, believe wow. they were like the number one listened to followed by taylor swift um you know but, i'm kind yeah. of not surprised by that only because i personally discovered him a long time ago before well before he was like really being played on the radio because he would give out his albums for free and you can download them and stream them Hmm. and it was very kind of at that time unusual to do and so maybe he was one of the first artists that they put on Spotify because of that reason and so maybe that's one of the reasons I'm just guessing I don't know for sure but like it was really cool because his music by the way so sexy like his new stuff is good and it's obviously still sexy but his earlier stuff is super sexy and super hot. And I recommend anybody to go look it up and, and listen to it because it's good shit. There's a theme here with Jen. It's the sexy music. <laughs> <laughs> True. You got me, Car. You got me. <laughs> Mine's the like quirky, like weirdos who, you know, have these like caricatures and, you know, these big laughs like Mozart and yours are like the come into my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has a song titled that. I, I think he might. I think he might. Whew. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm ready to taste the chocolate for our celebrity picks. Are you? I'm always ready to taste chocolate, Cara. Speaking of a good sensual experience. <laughs> <laughs> So, Car, I'm so excited for you to try the chocolate. I am not going to be able to taste it this time because we're trying a new format. We're going to take turns doing chocolate rather than us both indulging in chocolate, making our listeners drool. <laughs> and uh, so I'm so excited to find out what you picked and for what celeb you picked it for. Well, thanks, Jen. And I know you'll live vicariously through 
yes, me course. with this chocolate. And um, I have to admit, it was quite a challenge to find the perfect bar or confection for our JT, John Travolta. Yay! I was thinking of so many different options for him because I mean he's been in so many films as we've already said. So so many films, and he eats a lot and drinks a lot in his films. So <laughs> yes. there were a lot of options. Um, you know, something with bacon, right, or royale with cheese, or you know, yeah. We just did a lot of research, everybody. But here's what we decided on this time. Um, so I chose a maker that's actually local. It's a Detroit company. They're a chocolatier. So they make confections. They make bonbons. Mm, um, I love a good bonbon. I know. Their brand is actually called Bon Bon Bon. I'm like, I love that. <laughs> so three bonds for them. So why Bon Bon Bon? Do you know why there's three bonds rather than just two? <laughs> I love it, but I'm just curious. I'm not sure. Maybe it sticks in your memory more. Um, yeah. But they do in their bio, they talk about the babes, babes, babes that uh, created the truffles. So, oh, okay. Thinking so maybe. maybe these are three founders or something. Maybe that's it. No, just one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They just like the babe, babe, babe. I love it. I think it's great. Babe, babe, babe. <laughs> yep. I know you love to say babe. I um, do. I do. So the Bon 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 founder and head chocolatier, her name is Alexandra Clark. Uh, she was pretty much born into chocolate, kind of how we heard from Jessica. Right. Um, so at age 19, she announced that she was going to dedicate her life to the art of chocolate. Uh, this is it. from her bio on the website. Um, and she did travel the world to study her craft, um, you know, in confections and retail. She really, you know, looked to... Paris, for example, there's another, there's a tie into Pulp Fiction and the, the Royale with cheese. Um, but she opened up her shop in the back of a room of a Coney Island. And that's, that's pretty true to Detroit in the Midwest Coney Islands. You know, it's kind of like your hot dog with chili. Yeah. Um, so kind of like a diner, which I can also connect to John Travolta. Um, Mm -hmm. So she opened one in just a small space across the street from her best friend's grandpa's house. And that's how she got started. That's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I noticed on their website, it like says bonjour right away, which I thought was cool because I thought about that too. That's going to tie into Paris. So that's so cool. I love it. And the truffles are really unique in terms of their names. I mean, if you're browsing right now, you can see um, one that I thought was particularly good for John Travolta is the Cherry Luxe bonbon, which I actually don't have in front of me. But he does order a cherry soda with chocolate ice cream in Greece. And I was oh my like, gosh, I, love I just it. rewatched it. So um, I thought that would be perfect. Um, I also tried one that's already been consumed, but it is called Better Butter Crunch. And Ooh. it's made with Detroit's favorite potato chips, milk yum. chocolate, and sea salt. Oh my God, yum. So that definitely had like the saltiness and the french fry so um Mm -hmm. reference again to diners and john travolta's eating um (laughs) (laughs) or vincent vega rather um but the one that i wanted to bring up was the aquarius truffle because they actually make one for the zodiac signs Um, oh my gosh cool 
So this one had champagne, orange marmalade, caramelized white chocolate inside. Oh my gosh. Wow. And I already consumed it. <laughs> Confession. Um, but it. It, it did have a pink um, outside. It was really pretty and pink. And so it made me think of um, the pink ladies and yes. how John Travolta is not afraid to em- embrace the color pink in, and just kind of those typical colors you might not see, you know, but in the seventies, like it was, that's when you saw a lot of people wearing, you know, these non-gender conforming clothing. Right. So, um, yes, you know, he, he's all about style and all about the colors. So that was my homage to him with this truffle. Cool. I love it. And it kind of tasted, Jen, kind of like a, mm, an orange creamsicle, but instead of the vanilla, it was more almondy. It kind of had like, you know, the inside of an almond croissant, like that frangipane, yeah, yeah. marzipan flavor. Totally. Um, that sort of almond. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, it was really good and gone in two bites. So <laughs> bite, 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 I mean. I love it. Perfect. Bye, bye, bye. Perfect. And then actually one other one that I have here that I haven't tried yet, and this is the last one, y'all, but this is an honorable mention to another one of the celebrities we talked about, um, Olivia Coleman, because she has played royalty quite often. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> and she's British, so there is a truffle called High Tea. Um, that sounds really good. Are you going to try so it right now? Good. Yes, it has Earl Grey tea. And you know we like that shade of gray. Yep, <laughs> we sure do. Devonshire cream, mm. dark chocolate ganache, hemp seed, hence the high tea, the play on that. Right, um, I love it. That's hilarious. John Duya, which is kind of the hazelnuts and chocolate. And then smoked sugar and cornflower petals. So it is complex. Wow. Cornflower, yum. And it's got this beautiful, like, blue. The cornflower petals are just um, blue, the color of Aquarius, kind of on the top there. And you can see the little crystallized salt. It's almost purple, lavenderish in color. Mm. And uh, I did take a picture to share on the Instagram so people yeah, can see it. I want to see it. Their truffles look really pretty on their website. I bet this is really good. I love truffles. You know me and, and well, truffles, bonbons, you know. And there is a difference, right? But I, I interchangeably use it as well. Like I didn't even learn this until recently, but, you know, a truffle usually has a thinner layer on the outside, the shell. Versus a bonbon's mm-hmm. thicker, almost candy bar esque, and I can tell that this company is more. You know, they're very playful. They have a lot of innovative ideas, and they're just kind of um, making a high end kind of candy bar in a bite. Um, yeah, that's how that it makes feels. sense. I, I love it. I love it. So I can't wait to hear from you what this tastes like. Tell me, tell me what the flavor notes are. I'm sure you're gonna get some tea in there, of course. Mmm. Whoa. Okay. All right. It is. Let me finish chewing. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you chew? You know how we we tell everyone to melt the chocolate on your tongue? When you have a truffle or a bonbon, it's a little bit hard to just let it melt and not take a bite. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it is really, really lovely. It's very floral. Um, the Earl Grey is not too strong, but I'm definitely the first bite. I got a little bit of that cream um, combined with I can t taste that corn flower petal. I think it's it's very much like mm, fresh, like you're walking into a garden, um, the royal court. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Putting on your crown. <laughs> you're about to have high tea. Um, yep. Is your little it, pinky sticking out? <laughs> my pinky sticking out. Um, or high in another way, I guess. Um, yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> mm. But the Earl Grey, I mean, that could have a tendency towards bitterness, but I don't get that. Um, it's very, like, sweet. There's, like, an almost honey note. I love that you brought this sort of variety pack to the table mm. here with the Bon Bon Bons and... Uh took a lot of bite by bites <laughs> exactly <laughs> and you can order them online uh if you're not in michigan but they also have a few shops that are local if you are here and you can put together kind of a customized pack um you can pick which ones you want and just build a little care pack for yourself yeah they look really fun they look like a fun fun group i mean and it sounds like the babe babe babes was was uh, a name that um, was lovingly given to the employees there. So the baby, baby, oh, yeah. So that's really cool. I love it. And when you walk in there, it's very pink. Um, so you know the pink ladies, maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's I'm definitely getting that vibe from their website. So it's perfect. In fact, what's so funny is if you remember, the pink ladies had that one scene where they're like in the beauty shop, and then right next to them is you know you know counter two to that in Greece was the guys in the auto shop, right? Oh and, yes. And these gals look like they're like right in the middle of an auto shop, like you know like they're the pink ladies that are with John Travolta, so it's perfect. <laughs> Grease lightning, baby. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, well, I also got this. I want to give one more honorable mention because I think this high tea would be perfect for Mr. Mozart as well. So. Oh, yes. I love it. I love it. So we will listen to Symphony Number no. 41 while we <laughs> sip our Earl Grey tea and enjoy this delicious bon bon bon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's 268 years old, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I, I really can't wait to dive into celebrity couples next week and get more into Justin Timberlake's history because we, we're kind of saving that, everyone, for next week. So stay tuned for more of him. Stay tuned. But we're not through the JTs yet, Jen, because we are bringing Sexy back with the trivia right now. Yay! Yay, I'm so excited. I alluded to it earlier, but I am going to give you a clue. So it's going to be either a word or a phrase, maybe a person, someone that connects the JTs, um, not in the same space, not that they like did the same thing at the same time, if that makes sense, but that they have this in common that connects the two JTs. So I can give you an example, even if that helps. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. So for example, if I say dancing with a late night show talk host, you would say, ah, they've both been on Jimmy Fallon and danced with him. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Is that 
It's going to be challenging. You can It's going to be challenging. I'm going to have to like probably pull I can give you hints if, I, if, if need be. You just yeah. say you want a hint and I will give you one. Sounds good. All right. I'm in. You're in. Okay. Connect the JT starts now. <laughs> Barry Gibb. Oh my gosh. Um, they definitely both have danced to uh, Staying Alive. Yes. Can you be more specific? Hmm. On stage? I'm going to give it to you. Yes, that is correct. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So John was in Saturday Night Fever, yes, with the Bee Gees. And then JT has done the SNL Barry Gibbs show with Jimmy Fallon, where they have done those songs, you know, parodies of those songs. That's right. I forgot about that. I mean, I definitely can imagine that Justin Timberlake has danced to them. So yeah, I forgot about the SNL. I almost said SNL though. I I was thinking that back in my head. So that's great. But that is correct because when he, he has danced to that, they just had their own lyrics to it. Right. Right. I love it. All right. Another one. Fast food. Fast food. Okay. Um, Dude, I mean, for sure, like we were just talking about, John Travolta has done eaten tons of fast food in the movies. Yes, so Correct. I suppose so. I would assume then that uh, Justin Timberlake also ate fast food in a movie. He has played again on SNL. He's done the mascot where he was an omelet or a tofu roll, <laughs> but he's done that. Come on down to. Vegan right. bill or come on yes. down to Olive bill. So yeah. specifically cheese is the connector there. Okay. The cheese. Okay. I didn't know you were looking for a specific kind of food. Okay. Yes. You got awesome. it. I totally do. I love that. I mean, shit. His skits are hilarious. So funny. Right. <laughs> okay. Here's the next one. So they can be like slightly different. It's just that they have this as a connection. If that clarifies. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Summer. I mean, summer loving. Yes, summer loving happened so fast. Let's see. Um, well, obviously, John Travolta has sang that song on Greece, mm-hmm. and um, ah, uh, there must be a song with summer in it. Yes, for Justin Timberlake. And I'm why am I just totally drawn a blank on what it is? Um, <sighs> I can't wait to fall in love with you. It right. just can't be summer love. Uh, it's yep. true. <laughs> yes. I love that you got right. it though. You got it. I'm giving it to you. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, bubbles. Bubbles. Oh, wow. This one, I don't have any freaking clue. Unless I'm thinking champagne bubbles and let's see. I feel like Justin has also t- has a song about champagne. And bubbles. Let's see. Is it the one that he did with Jay Z? Um, what it was can that be song? Something. It can be a play on that word, like something else, something you chew. Oh, oh well, obviously strawberry bubble gum. Yes, yes, yes. You for got Justin that. Timberlake mm-hmm. and for John Travolta. I don't know why. Why am I drawing a blank on bubbles? He might have been trapped inside. A bubble of some sort. <laughs> Was he trying to a bubble you? for a movie? Yeah, I'm. I'm not remembering that one. One of his first films. It might not. It might even be his first movie. Was Boy in the Plastic Bubble? Oh, I think it was a TV right. movie. 
Yes, I am familiar with that. I just <laughs> forgot about it. That's hilarious. Oh my! I gosh. know. I'm, this is ridiculous. Okay, and here's <laughs> one more, and this one might be a little tough for one of them, but uh, Michael Jackson. I'll accept oh. many, many uh, creative answers. Okay. Well, okay. I'm here's what I'm going to say about Michael Jackson. I think both of them have dance moves that Michael Jackson made famous. Yes. That's... Ah, yes. <laughs> and do you have any other guesses to go? I mean, with it? Uh, well, other than I just know Michael was a big mentor for Justin, um, mm-hmm. and he obviously wasn't a mentor for John Travolta, but I could definitely see that you know John Travolta may have you know emulated his his dance moves so that's kind of what made me think that well that was spot on definitely 100 percent correct um one very specific thing i found out which i didn't know was john travolta has been in a michael jackson video oh wow i did not know that either from his bad album the song liberian girl where basically michael jackson had a lot of famous cameos in that movie i mean in that video uh just a lot of famous people even i think sade might have been in it don't quote me on that but oh my gosh i gotta look (laughs) this up because i i don't remember this at all just a lot of the famous stars and his friends were in it so john travolta had a cameo and then jt even though he had already passed away they had recorded that love never felt so good right um, song and so there is a music video where mj is like projected doing all his moves and Justin Timberlake also dances. So you could say they danced together in that video. Oh, but they were both in Michael Jackson videos, which is, which is really the more accurate answer. I love that. Wow. That's so cool. I had a lot of fun making this really hard trivia, but you did really well. So considering the, the rules of the game, right. Right. <laughs> considering the, like kind of the stretch in some of these cases, cause it's in- really interesting that they actually haven't really done anything together. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of fascinating to me. Hmm. But kind of how you said, I bet you could connect them the six yeah. degrees, less than six degrees together. For sure. For sure. So maybe we'll do that for the next episode. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Okay, so my trivia questions are all around Dr. Dre. Hell yeah. And as you revealed, you know a lot about him already. So let's just, let's test your knowledge here. Let's see how it goes. I actually so. don't know if I really know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll get these though for some reason, because even I would have got some of these. Okay. Um, all right, here we go. So what is Dr. Dre's real birth name? Ooh. Uh, is his first name Andre? Yeah. Good job. I actually don't know his last name. It's Young. It's Andre Young. Mm. So um, that's really good, though. Good job. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. Half credit. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Dr. Dre was born in Los Angeles. What area of Los Angeles was he born? Compton. Yes. (laughs) Because I'm from the streets of Compton. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And as you know, he burst into the rap scene with the rap group NWA. Mm -hmm. What was that 1988 album titled? And this is the first album, by the way, on which NWA was credited with all the tracks. Mm -hmm. Why does, well, I think Public Enemy was the name of a group. So for some reason that's coming up in my mind, but 
I don't think that that's right. Unless it's self-titled and it's just NWA. Nope. It was straight out of Compton. Okay. Yep. And that was yep. the first hit off of that album as well. Um, okay. So then um, after they split, Dr. Dre started his own record label. Um, and what was it named? Mm. Something. Mm, m M&M is on that label too. Actually, I should I, the the record label that he did with Eminem might be later because he actually started another record label later. So this one he actually started with his bodyguard and the rapper DOC. So it was kind of like a joint effort that then later he actually started another record label of his own. But anyway, mm-hmm. this record this record was called. Oh wait, I got label. it. You do? Death Row record. Yes, yes. Ooh, yeah. Woo-hoo. And then that's when he released his first solo album, which was titled The Chronic. Yes, I knew you'd know that one. <laughs> Yay. But, more, but then more, he more. left. He left Death Row on bad terms. And that's when he started his own um label plus an album that was released with the same name. Do you know what that was? Uh The Chronic 2001. No, <laughs> it was the aftermath. The aftermath. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah. mean, if you left death row, you wouldn't leave it on good terms either. I don't think. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was so fun. Uh, yeah, good job. Good job. And the Chronic 2001, by the way, was an album that he released later mm-hmm. under that album, under that label. I mean, so. That's the one everybody knows with, with Snoop, the... Right. Hold up. Hey. <laughs> we party until the next episode. Something like that. <laughs> yes. Good job. I love so it. You good. did very good. Good job. Thank you. You too. This has been so fun. And I mean, really, I think there's so much music in this episode. I feel oh like gosh, yes. we could have we could have seen the whole episode, but for everyone's sake and our own, it's probably best we didn't. But um, yeah, I mean, if you want to sing what's happening in the sky, go right ahead. <laughs> I think, I think I'll, I'll just say it rather than sing it, <laughs> but um, Mercury enters Aquarius. <laughs> As Freddie Mercury would say. Right. On February 5th. Um, So this is a great time to be thinking outside the box. So um, this is kind of cool, actually. You'll have some insights. You'll have... um, You'll be wanting to talk to your friends about all of your ideas. Um, and, of course, there'll be, of course, ideas for change and social justice and making the world a better place. So um, that is what's happening on the 5th. And then on the 6th, the moon enters Capricorn and it's trying Jupiter and Taurus, which is kind of cool because, as you, if you remember, Venus and Mars are still in Capricorn. So there's lots of sort of like um, planetary transits happening, crossing each other, that kind of thing. But this is a fun one because you'll really have a positive outlook look um and then on the seventh venus is going to be trying uranus and taurus and it's going to give you new ways to connect with a lot of other people um same day mars is sextile neptune and pisces again giving you access to your imagination and intuition Mm -hmm. so um lots of stuff happening and then of course on february 8th the moon enters aquarius which means that on the ninth the new moon and sun will be conjunct Mm -hmm. And that will be the new moon. 
So, which is a really cool new moon because you're really like, you know, thinking about independence here, being social, working towards mm-hmm. the future. Of course, all the things that Aquarians, you know, do. And um, as always, a new moon's a great time to manifest. And especially now we're talking about change and improvement and ideas and and really being in touch with your imagination. I mean, it's really a cool week coming up. So I would I say just that. like dive into your imagination, you know, dream big, make shit happen. Dream big because the month will be over before you know it. As True. we know, February. Uh, I know, it goes by so quick. It goes by fast and there's enough snow to cover it all. <laughs> Not here in Hawaii, though. Here we've got sand instead of snow. <laughs> Past some of that sunset over here. I want to be in that opening scene of Greece with, like, the corniest scene where John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John are rustling in the sand. Oh, yes. The summer loving. Summer loving. That's such right. a good one. It's <laughs> so good. So if you stayed with us this long, please tell us <laughs> who your favorite JT is or your favorite Aquarian celebrity. And we will be back next week for compatibility in the signs. We love to talk about, well, Aquarius, Aquarius, but all the other compatible of signs. Course. And all the amazing celebrity couples. It's mm-hmm. going to be so fun. Yep. And plus the chocolate uh, compatibility bar so that will be so much fun and stay tuned for those interviews that will wrap up our Aquarius season coming up mm-hmm. it's gonna be so fun it's a fun fun season fun. I love an Aquarius season man I, really I know am. I feel so high I'm gonna continue eating this uh high tea bon 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 <laughs> and uh Jen do you want to end with a, a song from one of the singers we've talked about yeah sure who who is the only thing there's so many good ones mm. I, I was thinking that it'd be cool to do a mashup of rock your body and grease lightning <laughs> okay let me try what do you have? <laughs> go grease lightning you're burning up the quarter mile be so quick to walk away dance with me go grease lightning you're coasting through the heat top trials i want to rock your body Please stay, dance with me. You are supreme. The you have to me- <laughs> for grease and lightning. Dance with me. <laughs> All right, everyone. I think there's potential. There's potential. <laughs> well, like an air sign, it's in the air, right? It's in my imagination, but does it execute well? I don't know. <laughs> we really should get John Travolta and JT together to do it. I think that would be yeah. so good. With their dance moves. Yes. Dr. Dre can mix it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Bye, well, we'll everybody. See you next, week. See you next yeah. time. I dream of chocolate, chocolate, bate, bate, chocolate. Yeah. I dream of chocolate, chocolate, bate, bate, chocolate. Yeah. Chocolato, chocolate. Sucla. Chocolado. Chocolada. Chocolate. A Bruma cacao. Chocolate. Chocolate. I like chocolate.